Welcome to Table Flippers Podcast, an outreach of Greater Works Christian Church here in Lancaster, California. I am your host, Robert Enos. If you like what you hear, visit us at gwcclancaster.org. That's gwcclancaster.org. Find the Table Flippers link, click on it, and you'll get to our merchandise. Now, get ready for a huge dose of truth and a huge dose of common sense. Here we go again, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you are doing fantastic, having a great day. Uh, for me, this is Tuesday, April 25th, and uh, tw- oh, that's 2023, by the way. Um, again, I only tell you the dates on here so that you could put it in perspective when you're able to hear this. Some of you might hear this a year from now. Some of you a day or two from now. Uh, some, of, some of you might be listening just mo- mere moments after I post this. I just want you to put it in perspective what we're talking about, what's going on in our world at, at this point, at this date and such. And uh, that's the only reason why I do it. Um, also, please, continue. I know it's in the intro or somewhere out there that says to download each episode. And there is a reason for it. Even if you erase it later, if you download it, it picks it up on the analytics. So it gives me a better idea of uh, how many people are actually listening and to the content that they're listening to. And then when people email me and send me letters, you know, hey, uh, we like this, we don't like this, I agree with this, I don't agree with this, it also helps me get a better perspective of who's listening and some of the things that you want to hear. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to always give you what you want because sometimes I'm like broccoli. Sometimes it's because I'm what you need more than what you want. (laughs) I'm like broccoli. (laughs) Anyways, all of a sudden I had a veggie tales moment. But um, I just want to do my best to give you the best. Okay, so today I want to talk to you about something that... Well, it's it's one of those conversations that, that's been ongoing in the United States for some time. And this is the idea of our security, our national security, i.e. a border wall. And I want to just try to help to put this into perspective for you. Because we've had this um, uh, ongoing debate about a, bo- a border wall and uh, immigration, illegal immigration, legal immigration, our own uh, security here in the states and i just want to help put some things into perspective for you now there was a it says cause poll c-o-s it stands for something which i'll get to in just a moment poll 87 percent of voters fault feds for border crisis and yes ladies and gentlemen we do have a crisis at the border which causes crisis other places and this is an article found in newsmax and it was uh, posted Thursday, um, April 20th, 2023. So this is a fairly new article. It's five days old. And it'll just give you a perspective of what's going on in the hearts and the minds of people here in the United States in regards to uh, border security, according to this poll. So it says U.S. voters overwhelmingly say the federal government should be responsible for the costs of the crisis at the border, with 87% agreeing, according to a poll released Thursday by the Convention of States, that's COS or COS, Convention of States Action in partnership with Trafalgar Group. So 87%, according to this poll, agree that it is up to the federal government to take care of our borders. And as it says here, um, are, they're responsible for the costs at the border. Now, just keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, the federal government makes no money. It takes it from you and me. So while I'll agree that it is the federal government's um, responsibility to take care of the crisis at the border and to make our border secure, remember, we're paying for it. So just keep in mind... It's your money. It's my money. And what are you willing to spend your money on? You know, and also think of it in, in terms of your own home or your own property. Many people spend thousands of dollars for alarm systems, uh, cameras, and things of this nature, uh, screen doors, heavy-duty screen doors, and bars on the windows and things to keep intruders out. And they're willing to pay that money for their own safety and the safety of their family. We lock our doors and our windows at night so nobody unwanted can sneak in and do us harm. 
So just keep that in mind. But you, the homeowner, are paying for it. So if you're if you want that security, you pay for it. Same thing in regards to our our uh, borders, whether it be the northern border, southern border. Uh, it's the federal government's job to make sure we're secure. But again, we're paying for it, ladies and gentlemen. Anyways, additionally, back to the back to this uh, report. Additionally, 68% say they are not confident the federal government is focused on addressing the crisis and or has a plan to address the widespread drug and trafficking occurring at the U.S.-Mexico border. So 68% of the people that they polled, um, they're not confident with the federal government in addressing the crisis, okay? And they understand that there is widespread, as it says, widespread drug and trafficking, that would be human trafficking, uh, occurring at the U.S.-Mexico border. Homeland Security refuses to admit there is a crisis on the southern border, said Mark Meckler, president of the Convention of States. And Americans are watching daily as fentanyl and illegal aliens stream across our borders and cartels blatantly engage in human trafficking. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, um, for me personally, uh, of course, I don't I don't want drugs coming in over the border. I, I, I don't want uh, all these drugs to come in to be sold on our streets to kill and destroy lives. Not at all. But the thing that bothers me more is the, the human trafficking aspect of this. And this is something that's well documented and, and we know all too well that especially women and children are the ones being trafficked, uh, usually for sex, sexual um, purposes. And they're being uh, taken against their will uh, to and from, you know, from Mexico into the United States, from the United States into Mexico. And again, I want you to keep that into perspective. Now, especially you men out there, I want you to think about this for just a moment. But you ladies, please as well. But as men, it's our job, inherently our job, to do what we can do to protect our families, to protect the women in our lives, our our mothers, our sisters, our wives, and our daughters, as well as our children, of course, our male children, our sons, protect those around us. That's just our job as men. Okay, ladies, it's your job inherently to, of course, protect and nurture your children, your husbands, and the people around you. Part of that nurturing would be, of course, protecting to the best of your ability. So keep this in mind, ladies and gentlemen. When these, when we have open borders, there is all this human trafficking of primarily women and children coming to and fro over our border, our southern border, especially, as well as drugs and such. And, and a lot of people, well, you're just against migrants. I just want to settle that right here and now. I am not. Most, all of us are here in the United States. We are, are either migrants ourselves or our ancestors, maybe parents, grandparents, great-grandparents migrated here. I'm not against migration at all. I'm not against migrants. I'm not against people coming here. I'm against illegal migration or, Ill- or illegal immigrants. Not against the person, but the illegal part really bothers me. And and you know, it, it gets me when people start harping on this because it doesn't matter. If, if I decided to go, move into Mexico, and I've been to Mexico many times, but when I go into Mexico, I do my best to abide by their laws, their rules, their way of doing things. For a number of reasons. One, it's just respect. Okay, it's just respect. Uh, But number two, I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to be a criminal in Mexico, anywhere really, but in Mexico. And I would say that if I went into China, into uh, Russia, uh, where else do I go? Uh, Anywhere else in the world. Any, Any nation in Africa. I don't want to be a criminal. So I do my best to abide by their laws. Okay? And so asking people to do the same thing when they come into our country is not racist. It's not anti-migration. It's not anti-anything. It's pro-law. This is our home. Respect it. The United States of America is our home. Respect it. And one of the ways you respect our home is just by following the rules. When I go into somebody's home, I don't just kick my shoes off and put my feet up on their furniture. I don't put my feet up on their tables. I don't go into their refrigerator 
and grab food. I don't demand that somebody stand up and go make me some breakfast. I don't do that. That's not my home. I do my best to respect it. I don't put my things down until somebody tells me where to put those things. Uh, If they say, please make yourself at home, have a seat. I will take a seat. That's it. I don't put my feet up on their furniture. I don't demand anything to drink. If I am thirsty, I might ask, hey, is it possible that I can get a glass of water? And if it goes beyond that because of their hospitality, phenomenal. But I don't demand anything. And I don't just walk in. I knock on the door and wait until somebody either opens the door and, and says, please come in. Or they, if, if somebody I know, hey, who is it? It's me. It's Rob. Oh, come on in. But I don't just walk in. I wait until somebody extends that invitation for me to come in. Now, if we can understand that on our own personal homes, why is that so difficult for some of you to understand that on our national home? I just don't go break into any other nation because I want to go there. I do it legally, all right? And 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 I think you would do the same thing, or I'd hope you'd do the same thing. So why is that so difficult for you guys to understand when it comes to our nation and people illegally coming over into our nation and we don't know who they are or what they're doing, why they're here? Are they just genuinely people searching out for a better life? because of how bad it is where they're at and they want to get to somewhere better with greater opportunities? Well, for that person, I would say, yeah, if that truly is, then you're welcome as long as you choose to do it still according to our rules and our laws. But unfortunately, that's not always the case. That is the case sometimes, but it's not always the case. Sometimes they're human traffickers. Sometimes they're drug runners. Sometimes they're those, uh, what they call them, coyotes, where basically they sneak people over the border Uh, for money. And those guys are ruthless, usually working in in conjunction with the cartels. So if, 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 again, if it works in our own homes, where we lock it up and we don't let people in until we know who it is and we uh, allow them to come in, then why, why is it so hard for people to understand that it works on the national level as well? Anyways, let me, um, continue reading this because the human trafficking thing, as I was saying, is the part that really gets my blood boiling because if anybody, anybody, I don't care who it is, I don't care if it's Republican, Democrat, uh, conservative, liberal, I don't care who they are, if they cannot secure our borders for the sake of those being trafficked, our women and our children especially, then there is something inherently broken and wrong with that person. And if that's you, if that's the way you think, shame on you. And again, primarily, I hate to keep saying this because, again, I sound like a broken record, but this is a Democrat policy. Keep the borders open and not to protect women, not to protect children, and allow the drugs to pour in to and from, and anybody else and anything else that might come over the border. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you heard me correctly. That is Democrat policy. Anyways, let me keep going. Article goes on to say, folks are desperate for someone to step in and actually do something. Whether it's negligence or incompetence or political animus, the federal government has failed to execute one of its most essential functions. He continued, there's a growing movement in the United, uh, in the state of Texas, which these numbers reveal has the backing of the overwhelmingly majority of Americans in support of legislation that would empower the Lone Star State to repel this ongoing invasion and fix the problem. Something can be done to address the crisis and Texas must lead the way. The poll comes as U.S. intelligence officials are are bracing for a massive influx of more than 170,000 migrants at the border if Title 42 ends. The poll was conducted from April 11th to 14th with with, um, 1,096 likely general election voters participating. The margin of error is 2.9%, almost 3% margin of error, plus or minus, with a 95% confident level. Now let me back up where it says... The poll comes as U.S. intelligence officials are bracing for a massive influx of more than 170,000 migrants at the border if Title 42 ends. So there are, at the time of this being written, which again was um, 
April 20th, five days ago, there are 170,000 at least migrants at the border ready to pour into this country if this thing called Title 42, if that ends. Now, if you're not sure what Title 42 is, let me go to another article real quickly. And again, I'll put the link of all of these where I'm getting all this information so you can read it yourself. And this is from a article from Pew Research on um, Title 42. And it says here, I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm just going to read a portion of it under the subheading, What is Title 42? 42 and this was written april 27th 2022 so about a year ago and what is title 42 title 42 refers to a rarely used section of the u.s code that dates to 1944 the law empowers federal health authorities to prohibit migrants from entering the country if it is determined that doing so could prevent the spread of contagious diseases the CDC invoked Title 42 at the beginning of the U.S. coronavirus outbreak in March 2020, giving Border Patrol agents the authority to swiftly expel migrants trying to enter the U.S. instead of allowing them to seek asylum within the country, as had long been the policy before the pandemic. Migrants expelled from the U.S. under Title 42 are returned to their home country or most recent transit country. Part of the rationale for invoking Title 42 was to avoid holding migrants in crowded U.S. immigration facilities as the highly transmissible coronavirus was spreading. But some advocates, elected officials, and others have criticized the policy as more of an effort to restrict immigration to the U.S. than a public health strategy. So, during the coronavirus fiasco, Title 42 was um, invoked to keep people from just pouring over the border that could possibly bring the disease and cause it to spread faster in the United States, to which, you know, I know the whole coronavirus thing was just a mess and it was based upon a bunch of lies. And yet at the same time, we do know that people are getting sick. So personally, I'm all for the Title 42 and supposedly it's supposed to be running its course very, very soon. And now the border states and our agencies are bracing themselves because at least 170,000 people are sitting there waiting for that to be lifted so they can just pour in and nobody can stop them because this wonderful Biden administration and these Democrats are not going to put a stop to it. They don't want to put a stop to it. As a matter of fact, I believe in a big way they were, we want open borders, we want open borders. Oh, but shucks. Title 42. So they're hiding behind Title 42. They, I know that they don't want all these people pouring over the border just, just like that, except for voters. They want to pander to especially the Hispanic community and say, look what we're doing for all you Hispanics, vote Democrat, when it's the very Democrats that are destroying the Hispanic community. So all of you um, Latinos, Hispanics out there, uh, please don't be fooled by the Democrats. They don't care for you except for your vote. They have no love for you except for your vote. They they just want to pander to you. And, and you know, it, it's back to that old saying, I think, where they say, you know, just can you throw a dog a bone? And and what is the what is the bone? The bone itself doesn't have anything to it other than it might taste good. And that's it. And it keeps the dog active for a little while as it's chewing on this bone. So when they are pandering to the um, Hispanic Latino community uh, with open borders, it's it's like they're throwing the dog a bone. And, and the only reason I use that analogy is because that's what the Democrats think of you. That's exactly what, how they think of you. They see you as little dogs that they can use for their own purposes. Throw these little dogs a little bone, keep them busy for a while, keep them happy, and they'll vote for us the next election go around. And that's all, that's all you are to them as a pawn. That's all you are to them as a little dog. And that, to me, is disgusting. And they use you. They use Hispanics. They use you. And then many with, your, you know, with Latino Hispanic surnames are using you as well for their own agenda. I've watched this. This is actually the strangest, weirdest thing that people um, from your own community will side with Democrats who are just downright wicked and evil 
And even the Catholic Church is beginning to pick up on this more and more and more and more and say, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We can't agree with the Democrats. They used to, but they don't anymore. Why? Because of such things as abortion and, and such things as, you know, their op- uh, um, the LGBT agenda that they're pushing. It goes completely against Catholic doctrine and, and Catholic uh, teaching. So everything the Democrats are pushing co- goes completely against what the, what the Catholic Church is is teaching and and many of you claim to be catholic and vote democrat why because well you just got that democrat bone thrown to you because they look at you as a little dog and um i'm, I'm very sorry for that but that's just the truth that's how they look at you you know but a true conservative and i say a true i'm not talking about just somebody who calls themselves a republican a true conservative all right they don't view you that way they view you as human they view view you as valuable They view you as somebody being of worth. And that's why we want to close the border, not to keep everybody out, but so the people that do come here can do it legally. And then they can come into this country legally and start truly a new life without having to look over their shoulders in fear of being deported or in fear of uh, of something happening to them because of their illegal status. No, the Republicans do not want that. They want people here legally. They want people to come here, but they want them to come here legally and then get established as true Americans. The Democrats don't, because think about it. Biden has been in power and he had the, he had the control, and the Democrats had control of Washington for two years. Why didn't they change the entire immigration policies why didn't they change it completely? All they did was open the border. Why didn't they come why didn't they get everybody coming here regardless of how they got in here? Why didn't they make them all legal? Why didn't they change the whole system? Because they don't want to. Because to do that would remove their ability to treat you like dogs, to treat you like pawns. And that's just the truth, ladies and gentlemen. Don't vote for for those liars, wicked liars. Please don't. So anyways, this Title 42 is something that's held up there to, to, you know, and they used it. The CDC actually invoked Title 42 at the beginning of the coronavirus nonsense to to not just not to stop immigration, but to basically just say, okay, now you do need to come here legally. You need to come here after you've been tested, after this, that and all these things. And they didn't want a bunch of untested people that could possibly be here sick and, and, you know, even if they, they caught them and they put them in a detention center, get everybody in the detention center sick, it would have been horrible. So they, they enacted Title 42, and that's supposed to be coming to an end rather quickly. And now everybody's gearing up for it. So it's going to be interesting to see what is going to happen with that. So let's, let's talk about then border security. You know, I'm, I just look at it, uh, the United States of America, much like my own home, my own property. If I have a certain part of my property that a lot of people just say, choose to just walk over into my property and trespass. And let's say it's only a a hundred foot section. I don't, you know, through a grove of trees or whatever. And I don't want them walking there. You know, I don't want them there. I don't want them walking on my property. A lot of things could happen. Well, I might not put a fence around my entire property, but I might put a um, some fence around that portion of the property with a big sign saying no trespassing. If I don't have any problems, say, on the west side of my property, why would I spend all the money putting up a wall or a fence or something of that nature on a, on a side of my property I have no problems with. I'm going to put it on the side where the problem is. Because a lot of people have said, well, why don't we build a wall on our, on our northern border? Well, we don't have near the problem people migrating from Canada here. Okay, But it is up through Mexico. They come from South America. They come from Central America. They come from Mexico. And it's very well documented again, ladies and gentlemen, that we've had even problem with potential terrorists coming up through Mexico as well. They're not fools. Well, let me take this back. They have some intelligence they know hey i can't just fly in i can't just get on a boat and 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 sail in i'm going to walk in the way they do uh, illegally and just cross the border through arizona texas wherever and and just enter that way hook up with my peeps that are already on the ground and then we'll go 
hurt some people. So thank God that they've been catching many of them, but how do we know that we've caught all of them? We don't because we have an open border. So uh, for every terrorist act from people outside that, you know, aren't homegrown, um, I think not only should they be held directly responsible, of course, but also the Democrats who refuse to close the border. Because here's what a lot of people are saying. Well, it's just too expensive. It's just way too expensive. So I looked it up. How much is the border wall going to cost, you know, that, that President Trump wanted and uh, he asked for? Now, President Trump, from the articles and such that I read, he, he was seeking um, $8 billion. Yes, $8 billion, with a B. $8 billion for this border wall. Some critics of his said, $8 billion? Who's he kidding? That's going to cost uh, anywhere from, oh, what was it? Anywhere from, I think, uh, the lowest was like $12 billion all the way up. Somebody said $70 billion, but it was like one person that put, pushed it way out there. But most agreed that it's going to cost $25 billion, with a B, billion dollars to complete that entire uh, wall along our southern border to uh, help protect the United States of America from illegal immigration. $25 billion, all right? And I thought... When I found that out, I went, whoa, that is a lot of cash. That's a lot of money. And I will put a couple of links so that you can do some research on this yourself, ladies and gentlemen. The two places that, I, that I'm citing from is there was an uh, article from Fox News. And I'm not really going to use Fox News anymore because they dumped Carl, uh, <laughs> Carlson Tucker. <laughs> Carl, Carlton Tucker. What is his name? They, they, they dumped Tucker. Um, and um, really, he was the only, I'm not going to say the only one, one of the few voices on there that was really li worth listening to. So I'm not going to, this just happened to be in my studies, and I found this, so I'm just, I'm not even going to read it. I'm just going to put it up there so you can read it yourself if you want to. But uh, it, it's a, it's an article about Trump's border wall and how much it will actually cost, it says, according to a statistic. And uh, that was from, where is the date on this one? Oh, December 11th, 2018. So this goes all the way back to 2018. So in December of 2018, uh, they were saying that, now remember, Trump asked for $8 billion, but according to this guy, it's going to cost $25 billion um, to complete this wall the way that they uh, wanted it completed. Now, also, in another... Where is this? Oh, don't tell me. I just got rid of it. But there was another uh, article called from taxpayer.net from March 2019. So uh, a little over a year apart on those articles, and they agreed that it would cost $25 billion to get the wall that Trump wanted. So... He asked for $8 billion. Uh, I don't know where he was going to plan and get the rest of it, but they said it was going to cost $25 billion. So for all intents and purposes, the wall on the southern border would cost $25 billion. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. I agree. I so agree. But before, just before you get too upset at President Trump asking that kind of cash for this, let's take another look at something. How about our... The U.S. aid to Ukraine. So check this out. The Democrats then, when Trump was president, and the Democrats now, don't want to spend the $25 billion needed to complete the wall along our southern border for our own protection. They don't want to protect us at the cost of $25 billion. And again, ladies and gentlemen, that would be our taxpayers' money that would be coming out of your pocket my pocket because the federal government doesn't make money they take money and they take it from you and me so it would be 25 billion your money my money okay but the united states under biden has given aid to ukraine remember ukraine was invaded by russia and even before that we were given the money for their protection so president biden and the democrats don't have any problem giving your money and my money to a foreign country for their protection, but they won't spend it here at home for our protection. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? Now, this also gets back, for me, in some ways, to the whole Second Amendment argument, where they want to take your ability and my ability as citizens 
law-abiding citizens. They want to take away our ability to protect ourselves by taking our guns. And yet, oh, ladies and gentlemen, this is so wild. Yet they sent a boatload of money. I'm going to tell you in just a minute how much, but a boatload of money to Ukraine so that their citizens can be armed to protect themselves against invaders. They want to take away our right and our ability to protect ourselves against invaders, whether it be our, our home or our neighborhood or our country. But they have no problem taking your money and my money and sending it to another nation so that they can be armed to protect themselves against invaders. Does that even make sense, ladies and gentlemen? Well, it does make sense when you understand who the Democrats are. They do not care about you. They do not care about me. They have an agenda and they're pushing their agenda regardless of who gets hurt or who is in the crossfire. They don't care about us. We are just a means to an end or we are in their way. It's just like back to the immigrants trying to get here into the United States. They don't care about you. They don't care about you at all. But you're a means to an end. You're a pawn in their game. They have an agenda that they want to get established and they want to push and they'll use, use anybody and anything they can to get their agenda across. These are wicked, evil people, ladies and gentlemen. So how much money, how much money have uh, we sent to Ukraine? Now, this is just from one article. Again, it'll be up there and it's CFR.org. I'm not really sure what CFR stands for. Oh, Council on Foreign Relations. Oh, Foreign Relations Council. So Council on Foreign Relations in February 22nd of this year, 2023. And this is an article from Jonathan Masters and Will Merrow. I'm, again, I'm not going to read the whole thing. You can read it if you want. But they talk about how much money that the U.S. sent to Ukraine because of the Russian invasion. How much money we have sent to Ukraine so that Ukraine can defend themselves. So let me look at, let me bounce some money. Now keep in mind, Trump's border wall to protect you and I was going to cost 25 billion. 25 billion. Let me tell you how much we've spent on Ukraine, given to Ukraine in humanitarian, just for him, humanitarian needs, such as emergency foods, health cares, things of that nature, and refugee support. 3.9 billion. 3.9 almost 4 billion dollars. 3.9 billion. Financial, financially just cash 26.4 billion yes ladies and gentlemen we sent them financial aid basically cash um 1.4 billion more there to ukraine than we would have spent building a wall here to protect ourselves 26.4 billion sent in financial aid security assistance that's training equipment weapons logistic support and other assistance provided through the Ukraine Security Assistance Initiative. So that's the training that we've given them, um, the weapons that we've given them. It comes up to 18.3 billion, 18.3 billion, ladies and gentlemen. Weapons and equipment, weapons and equipment from Defense Department stocks provided through uh, presidential drawdowns, okay? So this is, I'm, I'm assuming, is more, you know, like, uh, I don't know, tanks and airplanes and things of that nature. $23.5 billion. Again, with that alone, we would have come very close to completing the wall on the southern border. Grants and loans for weapons and equipment. So we've given them other monies so they can go buy even more weapons. $4.7 billion. Altogether, okay, well, let me get to this. Total in just military, what we've given them just for their military, all right, $46.6 billion worth of military equipment, training, and grants and such equipment. Altogether, we've given them $76.8 billion. Now, again, this was written uh, not so long ago. February 22nd, 2023. And at that point, 76.8 billion that we knew of, that was being talked about, that could be proven, 76.8 billion. We could have built three walls to protect our southern border for what we gave Ukraine to protect themselves. Does that make sense? Ladies and gentlemen, assume that you lived in a crime-ridden neighborhood, all right? And 
let's say there's, I don't know, 10 houses on one side of the street and 10 houses on the other side of the street. And every one of those houses have been broken into on some level in some way over, the, say, the last five years. Maybe the guy up the street just had $100 worth of stuff stolen. Bad, but nothing real horrendous. A few doors down, somebody maybe was raped, broke into and raped. It's much worse. A few doors down, somebody's car was taken. A few doors down, um, you know, it could have been their TV. $500, $1,000 worth of stuff. So he just crime-ridden neighborhood, and over the course of five years, most of all the people on that block had been broken into and something maybe small, $100 to something huge, raped or even possibly murdered. Okay, now you are on that block and you look at this situation and you say, I don't want to be broken into anymore. Uh, I certainly don't want to have any, I don't want to lose anything, but I certainly don't want my wife or my children to face harm from these people that are just coming into my home and on my property illegally. I just saved up $5,000 to buy a security system with cameras and bells and whistles and, and, and all of that. And I still have enough money to go buy myself a nice handgun, 9mm handgun, to keep at home just in case they get past all of that. I can finally put a stop to it. And you take, and you have that $5,000, and you're about to go put it on. Uh, uh, securing your property, building a fence, putting up cameras, putting up uh, um, all kinds of, you know, alarms and such, and a, a handgun last-ditch effort. And you look up the street, right, and little Jojo up the street, he gets his house broken into, and somebody steals his bike and his lunch money. And you're starting to say, oh, man, I feel really bad for little Jojo. I'm going to take my $5,000, and I'm going to go do all the stuff that I should do here for my own home, my own family, for my own wife, for my own children. I'm going to take care of Jojo and his family. Ladies and gentlemen, as sweet and as nice as that might sound, you're taking care of little Jojo and his family. You're taking care of them. You're, 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 you've got a heart for them. whoopee duty da yahoo What about your family? You just gave away the money that was going to secure them and make them safe. And you gave it to somebody else up the street, doesn't Ladies and gentlemen, you first take care of your own stuff at home and you take care of your own family. You take care of your own wife and your own children. You take care of what is, belongs to you first. If you can't do that and you're taking care of everybody else but your family, your those God has entrusted you with, you're a failure. That's why this government is a failure. There's a little... um. His name is Stephen He, I believe, H-E. And um, he uh, does these little skits about what it's like growing up in, a, in an Asian home, having an Asian father with all the, um, you know, I guess they're really, really strict. And at one point, his dad says, you know, one language, failure. And, I, and, and every time I laugh at that because it's so funny and everything, but then I start thinking about our president and our, pre and our present government. And it's like, they know one language failure complete failure they'll spend as it says here 76.8 billion on ukraine but they won't spend 25 billion on you and i our money your money my money so they'll take it from you they'll take it from me and biden raised taxes a whole heck of a lot they're going to be taking more but it's not going to protect you it's not going to protect me as a matter of fact they are actively working at taking away our ability to protect ourselves. So they're letting all these people, and God knows who is, many of them, most of them, are good, decent people. Welcome to United States of America. But also some of them, not all of them, some of them are not so good people. We've known that. We've seen that. We've seen the reports. We've seen the arrest records. We've watched the news. We know, and many of them are, again, awesome, wonderful people. Love to have you. Some and enough, I should say, enough of them are bad apples that are bringing in their problems. And now you, so the Democrats open the border, let these bad apples in who are here to hurt you and me. And at the same time, the Democrats are taking away your ability and my ability to protect ourselves against the very people they are letting in. Ladies and gentlemen, do you see why? Over and over and over and over again, I tell you, Democrats are evil, Democrats are wicked, and they're pushing their agenda, and they care more about their agenda more than they do you 
or they do me. And you and I, the only way we fit into their agenda is if we, we become a means to an end. Take the guns away from the good people, right? So that the bad people are the only ones with the guns. They hurt a lot of good people. Good people cry out and say, what are you going to do? Democrats who caused the problem in the beginning to begin with rise up and say, don't worry, good citizens. We are here to help. We will take care of this. And then they put a crackdown on it. That again hurts you and it hurts me. How do I know this? Look what happened during the COVID fiasco. It wasn't the people that tested positive that had to go lock themselves away. It wasn't the the people that had clear signs of sickness that had to lock themselves away. It was all of us regardless. They shut down the healthy with the sick. Does that even make sense, ladies and gentlemen? You're perfectly healthy. You can breathe fine. You have no symptoms. You don't test positive. But you still have to go into lockdown because I say so. I am Mr. Democrat. Say so. They're wicked. They're evil. Now, I pointed out what one article said about how much money that we've spent. 40, what was it? 46.6 billion. Here in yet another article talking about how much money the United States has sent to Ukraine as they battle Russia. For Remember, for their safety, for their protection, the money that should be spent, or at least a large portion of it, should be spent here for our safety and our protection. So according to Fox News, and this is from an article February 24th, 2022. No, no, no. Let me take that back. I'm sorry. It's February 12th, 2023. It was actually pointing out a a date when uh, Russia first started or invaded Ukraine, which February 24, 2022. So this was written almost a year after the invasion. The title of this article says U.S. leads the rest of the world with, now get this, ladies and gentlemen, $196 billion given to Ukraine amid war with Russia. Now, before I get into this, I'm not going to read, again, the whole article. You can read it. I'm going to put the, the link in the um, description area so that you can get to it if you want to. It, But we know that we've already spent 46.6. That is pretty much uh, widely accepted and widely understood. That's how much money, uh, not just in cash, but in, in, every, in every other way, at least $46.6 billion uh, we have uh, sent to Ukraine since Russia invaded. But according to Fox News, it says $196 billion is given to Ukraine uh, to, so that they could fight against Russia. Let me just read just the very first beginning of this, just so you get an idea. The U.S. continues to lead the world in contributions to Ukraine with nearly $200 billion in promised or sent aid as the U.S. ally continues its fight against Russia. According to the Ukrainian government, the U.S. leads all countries with $196 billion in total military, financial and humanitarian aid to Ukraine from January 24, November to November 20, 2022. Germany has sent the second most funds with $172 billion sent in that span. Now, in this article, there's also a little a small graph that shows how much money uh, various countries have sent. Again, the United States, uh, so far it says $195.71 billion. So 195, almost 196 billion, with a B, we've sent, according to Fox News. Germany is 171 and a half. So 171 billion. Germany has sent United Nations, or I'm sorry, United Kingdom, not nations, United Kingdom, 28 billion. Poland, 24 billion. And Estonia, 5 billion. So we are out there at $195 billion. Now, I don't want to sit here and try to do the math on this, but that's almost 200 billion from us, 100 and roughly 70 billion from Germany. That's 370, give or take. And then 28, what is that? That's almost 400 billion, uh, 425, 434. So just a rough adding up. I didn't do the math perfectly. It's about a, um, two, three, uh, four, 430, 430 billion dollars. 
total has been sent to Ukraine so that they can protect themselves and keep themselves safe against invasion. But we can't even spend $25 billion here on our southern border to keep us safe. So the same people that came out against Trump, came out against the wall, saying we couldn't afford it, where are you going to get the money, all of this nonsense. They, they tried every trick against Trump to keep him from being able to get that wall up and to secure our border. But they have no problem sending, at least according to Fox News, $195 billion. So I'm not even going to go that far because that's a big jump from 46.6 to $195 or $196 billion. That's a lot of money. That's a huge jump. I don't know where they got that. But everybody agrees it's at least 46. Again, we, we could have built uh, two walls with that. It, it just blows my mind. Ladies and gentlemen, doesn't that, doesn't that just at least get you thinking? Doesn't that at least make you wonder whether you agree with the wall or not? That's not really even the issue at this moment. It's why is it that they complained just a few years ago that we didn't have $25 billion, And really all Trump was asking for was $8 billion at the time. So we didn't have $8 billion. That was just way too much. It was going to break the bank. Biden comes in, starts spending like crazy. And where is a lot of his spending going? to other countries so that they can be safer, but not to our own country for our safety. So whether you are for or against the wall, at least one thing we can know for sure. The Democrats led by Biden do not care for your safety because nothing is being spent for your safety, my safety. Whether you agree with the wall or not. Under Trump, Trump at least proved that he cared for you enough to at least say, I want to build a wall around your home the United States of America, so that we can determine who's coming in and who's going out. So we could be safer. You may say, I don't like walls. There's a lot of people that live in certain parts of this country that don't like fences, that don't like walls, because they just like it open. They like the fact that their neighbors next to them, who they know, can walk up, up to the door and knock on their door any time of day or night, and they could do the same. And if somebody in those parts of the country, in those places, do have a fence around, it's usually like a chain link fence that everybody can see through, so you can still at least see and, and at least have some kind of contact. And that's usually just to keep a dog or some other animal in to keep from running around and going crazy. So I understand that when, when, you don't have anybody coming up onto your property that seeks your harm. But the moment people start coming to your property seeking your harm, you need to, to, to protect yourself. You need to build a fence. You need to build a wall. You need to put up some cameras. You need to put up some uh, uh, alarms. You need to lock your doors. You need to lock your windows. I like the idea that you can just keep your doors and your windows unlocked at night. But if that's not the world you, you live in, then you lock your doors and your windows for your own protection and the protection of your family. You get a gun so you can protect yourself and your family. You put up a fence or a wall to protect yourself and your family. It's not about just privacy. I don't want them looking over at me. It's about protection. That anybody comes through that gate or through that wall, it better be because I said they can come in because the moment they try to step through that door and I don't know them and they weren't invited, bam! I don't know why that's so hard for anybody to understand and anybody to see. This is not about being for or against anybody else. This is about our protection. And again, when we go all the way back to this, 87% of people polled in America are saying, yeah, the federal government's messed up and failed to secure our borders. Well, duh. Again, whether you liked it or not, Trump was at least working on it. Trump at least had an idea. Trump at least put his money where his mouth is. Trump at least was, and, and what was it going to cost him? He said originally $8 billion. They figured it was going to cost more than that, $25 billion. But we know that we also sent $46.6 billion to Ukraine. Thank you, Biden. That's my money. That's your money. No wonder he had to raise taxes because he gave all of our money away. He didn't spend it here. He gave it all away. And then he's doing things to kill jobs, blowing up pipelines. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, he did that. Blow up pipelines, stopped drilling he's trying he's hammering the coal industry it's amazing what this guy is doing and what's even more amazing is that there's actually americans that think he's doing a good job he is the worst i'm not even going to say just president yes he's the worst president hands down i don't think anybody's going to argue that much and the people that do it's okay just don't look him in the eye step back slowly and and walk away because they don't they're not firing on all eight cylinders 
But not only is he the worst president, he's not even what I would say a decent human being on any level. If you've ever caught some of those clips, this guy can't tell the truth to save his life. I mean, it's amazing to me that not only is he president, I mean, in my opinion, he stole the election, okay? In my opinion, the Democrat Party and the leftists in this country helped him steal this election or did it for him. But if you're going to go through that and and work that hard to put somebody into office that you're going to steal an election, that you're going to commit voter fraud, which in, in that regard, as, as far as it goes towards the nation, is, uh, is treason, in my opinion. And you're going to go that far to commit treason, to put somebody in office. You couldn't find any better, anyone better than Biden, Uncle Joe? The guy can't even put a sentence together. He campaigned from his basement. I mean, you know, there's one word that, how does he say it, sums up America. I mean, the guy can't even speak. He gets lost. He doesn't even know where he's at half the time. You couldn't find somebody else better? I think that's the thing that's the most insulting. It's not just that you guys stole the election. But you stole it for him? You couldn't find someone better? Oh my gosh. 87% of voters fault feds for border crisis. Trump wanted to fix it. Biden made it so much worse. And you and I are no better off for it. Because now they're trying to even take our guns away from us to where we can't even defend ourselves and our family in our own personal private homes. Go figure. You guys, many of you, now I know some of you conservatives and you free thinkers out there. You who do have eight cylinders and all eight are firing. You understand this. You have no problem with this. You have common sense. You can see this clearly. You understand this clearly. The rest, I mean, I, I, it blows my mind, ladies and gentlemen, what we're facing right now in the United States of America. And it's not even the politicians that are to blame. It's the people that keep voting for them. It's the voters who keep voting these knuckleheads into office and, and then complain and then vote them in again. It's just, it's just wild to me. It's just wild to me. You know, but hey, hey. At least we don't have Trump in there with all those mean tweets. Uh-huh. That's my president. Thank you for joining us at Table Flippers. I truly appreciate you. You can write me at gwccrobert at gmail.com. That's gwccrobert at gmail.com. Please let me know how I'm doing. Remember to pick up some of our merchandise. You can find the link at gwcclancaster.org. That's gwcclancaster.org. Until next time, be continually blessed.